E-Town Hall in the foothills of the Rocky Mountains, it's E-Town, with this week's guests from Austin, Texas, legacy recording artist, the one and only Willie Nelson, and returning to E-Town, now living in Nashville, Tennessee, wonderful singers, The War and Treaty. I'm Helen Forster. Right now, please join me in welcoming our wonderful host, Nick Forster. Thank you, Helen. I'm not sure how wonderful I am, but I appreciate the compliment. Welcome, everybody, to E-Town. This week, we have a major treat. We get to hang out with one of the true legends of American music, Willie Nelson. Um, Willie, as you all know, is a celebrated and award-winning songwriter, singer, recording artist, who's also a biodiesel champion, a weed entrepreneur, a farming advocate, a martial arts expert, and all-around family guy, who's still, at the age of 87, making music, putting out new records, writing books, and planning for his next tour. Officially, I think Willie is the only artist who's had a top 10 hit in every decade since the 1960s. And he's still at it. His latest is a tribute to one of his favorite singers, Frank Sinatra. And it includes a whole lot of great songs. Uh, Willie and Frank knew each other. They respected each other. They had history of singing songs their way. And right now we're going to hear one of those songs with Willie singing it his way. This is a song called Nice Work If You Can Get It. And what's cool about this is it kind of connects all the dots. It's got pedal steel on it. It's got a sort of a Western swing vibe, which, of course, is Willie's roots. Here it is. Nice work if you can get it. at midnight beneath a starry sky nice work if you can get it and you can get it if you try strolling with the one girl sighing sigh after sigh nice work if you can get it and you can get it if you try just imagine someone Waiting at the cottage door Where two hearts become one Who could ask for anything more Loving one who loves you And then taking that vow Nice work if you can get it And if you get it Oh, won't you tell me how
Willie Nelson, welcome back to E-Town. Good to see you, even if it is on the computer screen. Thank you. Um, I'm just imagining for you, this must be the longest time you've gone without playing a show since you were a kid. This must be a really tough time for you. Well, it is. And uh, I know it's tough for everybody, but uh, speaking for myself, I can't remember any time when I've really felt like I want to go play and I can't. Yeah, well, uh, hopefully it won't last forever. This is something that's we're getting ahead of, I guess, piece by piece. But I just imagine you must be getting restless because I know how much you like to play. Yeah, I do. And I know how much the people enjoy music, yeah. whether it's me or whoever. You know, they get a big charge out of going out and applauding for whoever the singer is. There's yeah. a lot of energy, positive energy exchange out there that we're all missing it, you know? Yeah, I'm feeling it too. I, I must say that you're being more productive than most of us uh, during this shutdown. You keep making stuff. You keep working. You keep making records and putting out books. And, you know, I really want to congratulate you on so many things. But <laughs> Thank you. Thank I want you. to talk about um, your new record called That's Life, your second nod to one of your musical heroes, singers, Frank Sinatra. Could you tell when you first heard Frank Sinatra that he was a different kind of singer? That he had a kind of a free oh, yeah. approach to his phrasing and th things like that? Well, I learned, first of all, I love the songs that he chose to do. Yeah. Uh, and his phrasing was never the same. Did the sang, uh, sang song different every time, and I love that. Yeah. It kind of gave you permission to, to do something similar. Your phrasing is completely unique in yours, and apparently when I talk to people who have been recording with you, you, every take is a different, you know, you sing it differently. Yeah, I do, and that's good. I'm glad I do. I don't even try not to. Yeah. So, but I know Frank was the same way. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about this record, That's Life. Did you feel like it takes, you know, some courage to cover that song just because it's such a classic Frank Sinatra <laughs> number? Well, I've never had a problem with that. <laughs> uh, I don't, you could call it courage or whatever. But no, I, I was anxious to do these songs. All right, well, we're going to play that song right now. Here it is, the title song, That's Life. That's life. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April, shot down in May. But I know I'm going to change that too. When I'm back on top, back on top in June I say that's life, and as funny as it may seem Some people get a big old kick out of stomping on a dream Well, I don't let it, I don't let it get me down Cause this old world just keeps spinning around I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet, a pawn, and a king. I've been up and down, over and out, and I know one thing. Each time I find myself lying flat on my face, I just pick myself up and get back in the race. Cause that's life. And I can't deny it. I thought of quitting, baby, but my heart just ain't go by it. And if I didn't think it was worth a single try, 
I'd just jump on a big bird and then I'd fly. Shaking around here come July I just roll myself up In a big ball And die Let's talk a minute about Mickey Raphael just being a part of your musical world for so long and his sound is so distinctive. It's kind of associated with you and your music. It's great to hear him play on on that song. Gosh, I don't know, but he's the greatest harp player that I know right now. Yeah. And he and I have been together for many, many years, and it just seems that he gets better all the time. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about the song Cottage for Sale. I mean, it's such a visual song. You know, it has that wistfulness about looking over a, a house that used to be a home and the gardens and the lawn, and it's filled with memories. Is that a song you've known for a long time? No, not really. I, I may have heard it before, but it really caught my attention when I was doing, picking out songs to do for this album. Yeah. And uh, it just really jumped out at me, and it's still one of my favorites. Yeah. Did it remind you of times in your life where you had to, uh, you know, you moved a lot when you were a kid, or did it sort of touch that part inside you? Oh, yeah, a hundred times, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and what else about that song and this particular arrangement do you think is um, makes it stand out for you? Well, that arrangement, you just said it. Uh, yeah. That's some of the, the best musicians playing some great, really complicated chords in that song yeah. and the feel. So it had to be right, and these guys nailed it. Yeah. Well, we're going to listen to that right now, Cottage for Sale, classic song. Little dream castle 
with every dream gone is lonely and silent and the shades are all drawn and my heart is heavy as I gaze upon a cottage for sale The lawn we were proud of is waving in hay Our beautiful garden has withered away Where you planted roses the weeds seem to say A cottage for sale From every single window I see your face But when I reach the window There's only empty space The keys in the mailbox The same as before But no one is waiting for me anymore End of our story is there on the door A cottage for sale A cottage for sale That's Cottage for Sale by Willie Nelson from his record, That's Life, out on Legacy Records. He's also got a book out called Me and Sister Bobby, True Tales of the Family Band, and another one coming out in June called Willie Nelson's Letters to America. We'll be back with more from Willie Nelson, plus the amazing husband and wife team Michael and Tanya Trotter, The War and Treaty. All that's coming up after a break. This portion of E-Town is made possible by the Bohemian Foundation, building stronger communities through the Bohemian qualities of creativity and imagination. On the web at bohemianfoundation.org. E-Town is celebrating its 30th anniversary on April 22nd, that's Earth Day, with a special live stream event. It's going to include unique performances by Bob Weir, Sam Bush, Raquel Garcia, and many more amazing guests. For more information, go to etown.org slash 30. That's etown.org slash 30. You're listening to Etown.
You are listening to E-Town. I'm Nick Forster. Willie Nelson is going to be back with more music after a while. Right now, I want to tell you about our next guests, The War and Treaty. This remarkable musical pair, Michael and Tanya, first visited E-Town a few years ago. They've since gone on to play at every major festival and lots of TV shows and toured all over the place. But of course, that was all a while ago, pre-pandemic. No shows these days, at least not many. We're going to visit with Michael and Tanya after a bit, but first we're going to hear a couple of songs from their latest record called Heartstown. Here's Jubilee. I see the morning coming in your eyes. Jubilee, Jubilee. It's shining brighter than the Sun in the sky Jubilee, Jubilee I hear your joy bells ringing in your voice Jubilee, Jubilee You're kind of singing, cutting through the noise Jubilee
Michael Trotter Jr., Tanya Trotter, the War and Treaty. Welcome back to E-Town. It's great to see you both. It's great to see you as well. <laughs> I will never forget your first visit to E-Town. It was so exciting just to hear you and connect with you too and to hear your stories and, and your songs. And do you remember that though? You remember that? I thought it was a really special night. It was amazing. Yeah. And uh, I just remember just being there and we needed that because I think the thing we did before that we didn't have a good yeah, it wasn't performance. A good, yeah. <laughs> so we really needed E-Town and to show up at E-Town and, and to and be the up there with you. Yeah. I mean, everything was just super cool. Mm-hmm. And the facility was beautiful. Just to know the backdrop oh. behind it and everything. It was amazing. Yeah, that was really fun. And since then, of course, you've gone on to become, you know, done all the big stuff, the Today Show and Austin City Limits and Grammys or whatever. You've done a million of these big shows, right? Yes. Yeah, but it, it it always still feels fresh. It's so cool because E-Town is honestly one of the highlights for us, especially Tanya and I mm-hmm. performing music from our previous record, which was Heal and Tide. Yeah. Right. And yeah. just being able to do what we do and to add some more flavor for E-Town, I think that was just such a cool honor. Yeah. Oh, man, it was a beautiful experience for everybody. And, you know, one of the things that made it so special for me was your songwriting. 
you're very candid about what's going on in your life and what you're going through. And that's a whole nother way to connect that I thought was really powerful. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. When it comes to songwriting, I look at one of the greatest songwriters of all time that we lost in 2020, John Prime. Yeah. Being able to understand how to creatively explain your life experiences and make it so relatable to everyone's life experiences yeah. is the next phase for Tanya and I. And yeah. very few people are able to do that. I think uh, Roger Miller, from back mm-hmm. in the day, the great oh, songwriter, yeah. I read yeah. a line in um, a song he had done years ago that Lucas Nelson recently just put up on uh, Instagram. Instagram. Mm-hmm. He was singing it so beautifully that Lucas is such an amazing artist. But he said, um, the last word in lonesome is me. <laughs> right. <laughs> what a lyric. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. a lyric you wish you, you wrote. You wish you wrote. You're like, oh, why did I think of that? <laughs> yeah. John Prine, I was listening to a bunch of John Prine songs last night. And what was so amazing is that his last record that he made was also filled with classic John Prine songs. Oh, yeah. It was just like, Tree of Forgiveness. Mm -hmm. So, so personal uh, and so universal at the same time. Yes. Hey, you both look good. You both look healthy. And what I understand, Tanya, you got COVID pretty bad. This, this, you really got. Got hit hard. Yeah, it's interesting because today would make a year of when I had it. We were in New York last year, mm. and that's when I got sick. So it's today is the day, you know, last year when I was wow. incredibly sick and didn't know what was going on. And yeah, it was just a tough time. And so many people are still really just struggling and fighting with it. We have friends that are in ICU even right now, and Michael lost his beloved uncle and his aunt, a couple of family members to COVID over the last year. So like so many people, we have endured the storm of just dealing with this pandemic. And I'm just one of the grateful ones that was able to uh, come out on the other side. I'm just so glad you you got through. And Michael, you must have been nervous. It must have been pretty scary there for a while, right? It was um, scary for me and scary for our our eight-year-old at the time. Yeah. But I'll tell you what overtook my fear was when I realized I had to do what she does around the house. And it was a shocker because I realized that I couldn't. And it just helped me go to a whole nother level of realizing Tanya's strength, all the things that she does, not just cooking, not just cleaning, but how she takes care of, of me, my son. Tanya is just an incredible, strong woman. And I couldn't imagine having to do the rest of my life without her and without her strength and her grace and elegance and beauty. Yeah. Well, you guys look out for each other. I have to bring this up just because I, I saw another interview you did about this, but one of the songs on your latest record is Five More Minutes. Yeah. Um, unlike someone who has a physical condition where you can see that they're not well, you can't really see it unless you pay very, very close attention. And Michael, I know it was one of his weakest moments when he was just ready to let go, you know, ready to just die by suicide. He didn't give me any signs. He didn't talk about it at all. But I noticed that something was very different about him that day. So um, I got down on my knees and just told him that I really needed him to give not just me five more minutes, but to give himself five more minutes to just yeah. know 
that we love him, to just give him that moment to show him a little bit more love and empathy and compassion. And in Michael Trotter's style, you know, he was resilient and came through that moment, not just for me, but for himself. And every day I watch him give himself five more minutes. You know, when you have a loved one um, with PTSD, when you have someone you love, my husband, of course, has PTSD. Every day is a struggle. And Michael is an everyday survivor, every day giving himself that five more minutes to, of life. And we're in the five more minutes, as he says all the time. We're in that five more minutes. And I'm just so grateful to have his love, his laughter, his resilience, his strength. Yeah. He's a warrior and, and a lover at the same time. It's just so amazing to watch that balance. So I'm excited to have him in my life and to have him here. Yeah. That must have been such a difficult time for you. And of course, our listeners may recall that Michael is an Iraq war vet um, who experienced a lot of trauma and, as you say, is suffering from PTSD. Of course, while in Iraq, he gained access to one of Saddam Hussein's former palaces, and there was a piano in there, and that was an important part of his story. But in any event, we're going to play this song right now from your record. Here it is, Five More Minutes.
Well, that's a beautiful song about what was, I'm sure, a really difficult time. And what's cool about it is when I see you guys together, I can really feel the connection you have and your commitment to these bigger issues. And, you know, as crazy as it is, I can even imagine you someday running some kind of healing sanctuary for people who are working things out where music is part of it and you're helping people get through their troubles, finding their five more minutes because your hearts are so big. I can tell. I I appreciate that. that. Thank you. One of my dreams is to be at the center of healing race relations that we saw in the pandemic at a rise at an all-time boiling point. You know, we had an opportunity back in 2019 to accompany John Lewis and many others on his final march across Edmund Pettus Bridge in Selma. Right. Um, the unique thing that I find about John Lewis is just that he was for the entire human race, not just black people, all people. And um, hopefully we'll, we'll be moving into that situation where we can have a building and have tough conversations for the purposes of race healing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, John Lewis was an amazing American hero. Um, And it's so cool that you want to work on behalf of of racial justice here in this country. Before we move on, I want to remind you that Willie Nelson is also part of this show. Do you have any Willie Nelson stories? One, um, my grandmother, Juanita Orr, Every single morning, as long as I can remember, she would be playing Willie Nelson. (laughs) Willie Nelson is her favorite person, period. (laughs) Willie, Willie, Willie. I grew up on his music. And as of recently, early in 2020, January, Ty and I were invited to tribute him down at the Troubadour in California. Mm Yeah. Yeah. And we sang, can I sleep in your arms tonight, baby? Yeah. That was so awesome. You know, his new record is a tribute to Frank Sinatra. Yes. And so he's a great singer. Frank is a great singer. That's why it just makes so much sense to have you on the show, because you're both such great singers, such oh, expressive singers. It's great writers, too. We can't wait to, uh, when, when E-Town is back in, in live production, we would love to return. Yeah. Oh, cool. We would love that, too. I look forward to that time when we can be together in person. Yeah. (laughs) Michael and Tanya, thank you so much for being with us. It's great to connect with you again, and congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you you. so much. We are going to wind up now with one more song from your record, Heartstown. This one is called Take Me In.
Michael Trotter Jr. and Tanya Trotter, now living in Nashville, Tennessee. The War and Treaty. We'll be back with more from Willie Nelson after a break. Your visit to E-Town is made possible in part by Silk, a pioneer of plant-based beverages that supports the environment as a charter sponsor of Change the Course, a freshwater conservation and restoration program created by Bonneville Environmental Foundation and National Geographic. You can learn more about Silk's environmental commitments and plant-based nutrition at silk.com. You're listening to E-Town. I'm Nick Forster. I'd like to say hello to our listeners who are hearing E-Town on stations like KDRP Sun Radio in Austin, Texas, on WQKL in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and on KUSU, Utah Public Radio, heard statewide in Utah and southern Idaho. As always, if you want some more information about any of our guests, 
Um, you can find out all kinds of stuff at etown.org. The war and treaty are so powerful in their singing and in their dealing with the issues that they've had to deal with. We've had to deal with some issues around here, too. Many of you know that our hometown, uh, Boulder, Colorado, was home to yet another senseless act of violence. And we were all stunned, of course. You know, 10 people were murdered, including Suzanne Fountain, who was one of our house managers here at E-Town Hall. It's kind of beyond comprehension and tragic and frustrating because we're always thinking about what we can do, how we can make something better. And so I know there will be bills introduced discussing ways in which we might make some progress with some common sense gun regulations, and, and we certainly applaud that. We don't see any need for civilians to own automatic weapons, for example. But mental illness, of course, is another issue, and it's a crisis that is both underfunded and not really talked about just because it's uncomfortable. But it's also part of a larger conversation around healthcare, identifying and treating mental illness. It really has to be part of any serious discussion about mass shootings. There's also an economic part to this. For the last 40 years, our economy has tilted towards the wealthy. And along the way, we've kind of eviscerated unions and the middle class as a country. I don't think we're going to stop domestic terrorism, which mass shootings are, unless we find a way for unskilled young men to make a contribution to our society and regain a sense of pride and dignity in their work. I know some of them choose military service, and that can be a game changer in a positive way. Some, however, emerge from that into a world where they even still may not be able to find and hold a good job. So we need gun regulation. We need help in identifying and treating mental illness, and we need new programs that will provide meaningful work for young men and women. One example could be the recreation of the Civilian Conservation Corps, which is a program that got young people outdoors working to improve national parks and trails and other things. It could be that now is the time for that, a way to provide a good job, get people outdoors, doing something good, making things better. It's also possible that we could create something called the American Energy Corps or, or whatever it's called, there could be an army of young people who would be trained to install solar panels and wind turbines and insulate buildings and retrofit heating and cooling systems as we commit to meeting our goals in both energy independence and reducing our carbon footprint. So that 21-year-old guy who drove from Denver to Boulder apparently felt marginalized and frustrated, and his actions caused unspeakable devastation, ruining lives and, and crippling families forever, including his own. There are many like him, sadly, and we can only hope that they get the help they need in order to address their fear and anxiety. We also hope that someday it'll be nearly impossible for them to buy automatic weapons, especially if they have a criminal record. We can also hope that someone like that could redirect his energy towards something positive, something productive, even something patriotic. So hopefully as we address this issue, we can combine the three phases and call it something positive anti-domestic terrorism bill, restore the middle class bill, youth empowerment bill, heal the nation uh, and save the planet bill. doesn't really matter as long as we try to address the problem holistically, aggressively. We owe this to Suzanne Fountain, our house manager who was killed, and the others who died needlessly a few weeks ago while shopping for groceries in Boulder. Sadly to say, we owe this to so many more who were also gunned down before them. With that, we are going to shift our focus and come back to the task at hand, which is celebrating music, letting music connect us, remind us of our common humanity. And once again, we are honored 
thrilled really to be able to hang out and spend some time with an icon of music who also has made a career of connecting the dots between disparate communities, communities that may not have gotten along in any other way, but they really connected with Willie Nelson's music. As he says, for years I've been connecting the dopers and the ropers. So who better to try to heal and bring our country together right now than Willie Nelson? Willie, uh, I just finished reading your recent book, Me and Sister Bobby. Such a good read. Um, candid stories of you and your big sister. She really looked out for you. I mean, it's, it's an incredible tale. Both of your lives are just, you know, it's full of surprises. And, and uh, uh, you know, she's been a constant throughout, hasn't she? Yeah, and I talk to her every day. I just talked to her, I think, a couple of times today. We're thinking about going in the studio Sunday and doing some recording together. And Bobby's, she must be 90 now, is she? She's 90 years old. 90 years old. And um, in some ways, you know, your new record, That's Life, um, it almost wouldn't have been possible had Bobby not had the role she had in your musical life, right? Yeah, or none of the other stuff that I did either, you know. She was just there teaching me all my life about, yeah. you know, this is the way that goes, this is the way it was written, and uh, you do it the way you want to, but and here's the way it was written. Yeah, So, and she had a big hand in your record Stardust too, right? Yes, she did. Yeah. I learned a lot of those songs just listening to her play them. Yeah, I learned so much about her musical journey and her skills, her natural talent. And, of course, her commitment to her kids and her struggles with in-laws and husbands. I mean, it's just such a great, great story. Um, I also learned in uh, reading that book that you love to play poker. I imagine that's something that your grandfather, uh, who got you started on playing guitar, probably didn't teach you. No, but he, he taught me dominoes. Oh, he taught you dominoes, which is kind of yeah. like, like the same thing. Yeah, you know, so I play a lot of dominoes. More dominoes than poker now, but... Uh, I uh, have some friends around that whenever, whenever we get together, uh, we'll get out a deck of cards. Yeah. Well, with that in mind, uh, we're going to listen to Luck Be a Lady. <laughs> Luck be a lady tonight Luck be a lady tonight Luck, if you've ever been a lady to begin with Luck be a lady tonight Luck let a gentleman see just how nice a dame you can be I know the way you've treated other guys you've been with How about you being a lady with me? A lady doesn't leave her escort It isn't fair And it isn't nice Lady doesn't wander all over the room and blow on some other guy's dice. So let's keep this party polite. Never get out of my 
stick with me, baby I'm a fellow you came in with Look, be a lady tonight Let a gentleman see Just how nice a dame you can be I know the way you've treated Other guys that you've been with How about you being a lady? Look, be a lady Tonight Willie Nelson, uh, you and Frank Sinatra eventually became friends, um, mutual admirers, as I understand it, even opened for you once in Las Vegas. Um, and and am I right that you were at his last show in, in Palm Desert, his last performance? I think that was, and uh, I know that I, uh, that was one of the biggest regrets of my life is uh, he invited me to come over to his house there and uh, hang out after the show. And for some reason, I couldn't go. I had to get on a bus and go to L.A. But I've always regretted not being able to hang out with Frank. And I, I know it would have been a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, uh, we're going to play some more songs from your record. But I think the last time we spoke, you were just launching Willie's Reserve. So how's that How's that all going? How's that business working out? It's doing great. Yeah. Yeah, it's doing great. I've got some nice folks r running it and taking care of the business part of it. And uh, no, I, you couldn't ask for anything better. It seems to be growing uh, everywhere. Yeah, and you were you were a big part of uh, the organization Normal that was working to try to legalize marijuana for years and years. So yeah. that must also be gratifying that that's making some real progress. Yeah, you see it finally happening, and uh, you know I think money has a lot to do with it. A lot of people are saying, "Wait a minute, I'm missing out on something here." Yeah, and uh, and they are. And, yeah. Uh, so they're sort of looking back and say, well, let's, let's try that again. Yeah. Hey, um, lastly, I know there's a new book coming out called Willie Nelson's Letters to America. What can we expect to see in that volume? Probably a lot of misspelled words. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, I had fun doing it. Uh, me and old buddy Turk Pipkin get it together. And, uh, you know, I think people might enjoy it. Yeah, and, and practically everything you can think of. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll, I've got an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, we're going to wait and see what that's all about. Um, I learned recently that you are, I guess, the only artist who's had a top 10 record in each of the last seven decades. A top 10 record starting in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and 2020s. Um, it's pretty impressive. I think there's something like 53 top 10 records in all from all those decades. Um, 
do you look back on your life and just think, God, how did I do all this stuff? Or is it just... <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired just thinking about it. <laughs> no, it's pretty amazing. And um, and you seem, you seem healthy and good. Is there... Uh, I know you also practice martial arts and you do other things to keep yourself healthy. Are those... Um, tips you have for our listeners and who are interested in living a long time? Well, I think we have to do something every day to pay for the days, the way I look at it. Uh, we have to pay for the fact that we're walking around breathing a little air. And uh, the more we look at it that way, the more days we'll have to pay for, I think. And pay for the day by being, you know, being active, taking a walk, doing some exercise. Yeah, exercise your mind and your body. And uh, it, it all helps. Yeah. Well, listen, you have, uh, you have been so generous, not just with us here today, but you've been so generous with your talents and your time. You created so many things that are so meaningful for so many people. Um, I sure appreciate all these things you've done, Willie. Well, thank you. I've had a lot of fun doing them. I want to remind our listeners that that new book is coming out shortly, and soon you're going to be celebrating your 88th birthday, too. Is that right? It's coming up April 30th. April 30th. All right. Willie Nelson, thank you so much for being a part of E-Town this week. My pleasure. Talk to you later. Okay. Thanks, Willie. All right. Bye-bye. So we're going to wrap things up with a song from Willie's latest record. The record's called That's Life. This is a song called In the Wee Small Hours, written by David Mann and Bob Hilliard. came out on a Frank Sinatra record 66 years ago in 1955. And it has since been recorded by a ton of people. Andy Williams, Johnny Mathis, Ella Fitzgerald, Oscar Peterson... Carly Simon, Barbara Streisand, uh, Liza Minnelli, Nancy Sinatra, um, Nancy Griffith, Ronnie Millsap, and so on. It is a lonesome picture that this song paints, and it's really lovely to hear Willie sing this song at this stage in his life. Um, Here it is, In the Wee Small Hours, Willie Nelson. In the wee small hours of the morning While the whole wide world is fast asleep You lie awake and think about the girl And never ever think of counting sheep When your lonely heart has learned its lesson You'd be hers If only she would call In the wee small hours of the morning That's the time you miss her most of all
has learned its lesson You'd be hurt If only she would call In the wee small hours of the morning That's the time you miss her Most of Thanks so much to Willie Nelson. Thanks to Helen Forster, Todd Ayers, Zach Littlefield, Donna Giardina, and the rest of our production crew. Thanks so much to the War and Treaty, Michael and Tanya Trotter. I'm Nick Forster. Hope you can be with us next week right here in E-Town. This is a production of E-Town. Thank you, Willie Nelson. Thank you, Michael and Tanya Trotter, the War and Treaty. I'm Nick Forster. Thanks for listening.